Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I've got a number of interesting things to go over here today. And the first has to do with a anonymous comment made by a teacher who I assume is a female. And um, they're making it pretty clear that the workplace bullying is taking place within their building regarding the mask wearing. And it's pretty awful. Uh, the second thing here is a, a little Facebook post from old Mar Mark Zuckerberg where he's basically encouraging everybody to virtue signal like nobody's business about receiving the vaccine, which is pretty embarrassing. Uh, the third thing that I want to play here is some audio that comes from a school board meeting where parents are going after the school board for their critical race theory nonsense. And there's only one board member who completely agrees with the parents that it's ridiculous. And again, that sort of proves an earlier point that I've made in the past, which is that, you know, if you're outnumbered on a school board, you don't stand a chance. That it doesn't really matter if you're the lone, the lone voice of reason in a board that uh, th that doesn't really require your your no vote or whatever way you vote. If you're outnumbered in the voting, then you're just outnumbered, and it's not going to matter really what your opinion is. So. I don't know. It's it's sad nonetheless, and the critical race theory stuff is so ridiculous, and it's getting out of hand, um, so much so to the point where I don't even want to bring it up anymore because just reading the titles and the headlines of these stories is embarrassing enough. Uh, but this last thing that I want to cover too uh, come is a post that comes from 8Coon, and it has to do with a CDC website that apparently is tracking the negative health effects, including death, uh, when it comes to individuals who have received the Pfizer vaccination. And I'm going to go through that particular chart and read, read some of the comments there, the you know particular health effects associated with it, and then provide the website in the description below of this podcast so you can check it out yourself. And then I just want to riff a little bit on uh, the bread and circus in Major League Baseball and how that all trickles down to the K-12 school level and how, you know, there are positives and there are negatives, I think. I, I see both sides of, of the situation, but it's a bit complicated. So I'll start with the top here. And again, this is an anonymous post here from, again, an individual who I assume is a female school teacher, but it says this. It says, quote, I work in school. We're basically forced to wear masks, which at this point, I know who is and who isn't cool about whether or not I have it on when I'm around them. So it's whatever. But today, I was near the vice principal, and he asked me, quote, have you gotten your vaccine yet? And so far, it's optional. So I shook my head no, and he said, well, I'll make sure to have my mask on when I'm around you then. Also, I don't ever want to see you without your mask on since you're not vaccinated. Unquote. As if he's becoming okay with seeing vaccinated folks without theirs on. So is this a little taste of what's to come? Are the unvaccinated going to be subclassified? I sure felt like it today, literally for the first time. I know it's very subtle, but there it was, right there. I know it will slowly ramp up from here. But here it was. Today marks the day, the first day of the hint that persecution is coming. I know it is. It's not a good feeling. Unquote. Okay. Again, school uh, school districts, K-12 schools, and hospitals 
are two of the largest environments with the most workplace bullying that takes place on a day-in and day-out basis. End of story. And the workplace bullying that takes place can also just crush a human being who works within those environments. There's an excellent book out there, which I highly recommend, and I've read it, and it's absolutely amazing, and it's titled The Bully at Work by Dr. Naimi, N-A-M-I-E, I believe is how you spell his last name. But um, he and his wife put the book book together, and they're in charge of, uh, I believe, the Bullying Institute or the No Bullying Institute, if I'm getting that right, which I'm probably not, but... Anyway, their book is available. They've written on workplace bullying on a regular basis. And unfortunately, this mask wearing and this vaccination pressure and, and um, the brainwashing that's taken place with these individuals has clearly made its way into the workplace. And I've read some of those posts in the past, but uh, this is this is just beyond problematic. And again, it's creating an unhealthy work environment for the sane. It's just, it's just becoming a bad place for those that have their heads screwed on correctly. And for those that don't, it's becoming an absolute carnival. So again, the, as far as what to do in a situation like this, if a school teacher is actually receiving this kind of direct bullying and medical bullying, frankly, that's really what it is. We're talking about medical discrimination now, which again, I'm not a lawyer. But if I had to take a guess, I would say again that there's got to be some kind of a law that's being broken. You can't walk up to an individual and say, well, you don't have your vaccination. Well, I'll know to stay away from you. You can't do that. You can't do that. Not to mention, this is a school vice principal, which means that vice principal is responsible for evaluating school teachers within their classroom settings. So what if the school teacher is not wearing a mask while they're teaching? Are they going to be evaluated poorly because they're not wearing a mask? You can guarantee it. You can guarantee that that's going to happen. Are, are school teachers going to lose their jobs because they don't get a vaccination? They might. That, again, seems like it's a massive crime. It just reeks of a crime to me. Um, I, I find it... Very interesting that even the person who hands me my cheese Whopper at Burger King thinks that they're a medical expert with their gloves and their mask. And now all of a sudden, vice principals of school buildings think that they're medical experts or that your medical business needs to be their medical business. And it doesn't. Not ever. In fact, the response that this teacher should have provided instead of shaking their head no or saying no, I haven't, is they should have said, it's none of your business. Don't ever ask me about anything medical-related ever again, and then walk away. That's all they had to do. Again, I understand that in the heat of the moment, you know, you, you don't necessarily come up with the best response, but it's none of their business. They don't have a legal right to know about anything regarding you and your, and your medical state under any circumstance. So that's kind of my inside take on that. And again, I don't see it getting any better. I see it getting worse unless, of course, people stop complying with this nonsense and they start standing up for themselves and their own rights and their own medical rights. Now, everybody knows who's listened to this where I stand on the vaccination. I'm never getting it. I don't suggest anybody get it. Not ever. In fact, just recently, 
uh, just this morning, actually, Maria Bartiromo's show had on a doctor from Johns Hopkins, and she point blank asked him uh, whether or not there was a cure for COVID, and he said no. He said, "You can, I guess, you can take a little vitamin C. I guess you can hydrate a little, but you know, you just gotta, you just gotta rest and only go to the hospital if you have trouble breathing. There is a cure. It's called hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. Everybody knows that by now. Everybody should know that. Go to your doctor, ask for that stuff, and then take it. It's pretty simple. A couple of pills a day for you know whatever it is, five, seven days, and you're fine. But." Again, the lying that's taking place, the bullying, um, the intimidation, it's just, it's overwhelming. Uh, You can't back down, and you've got to stand up for yourself. And so, again, that's the tip that I would provide to that teacher. Remind the individual doing the asking that it's none of their business, because it isn't any of their business. But speaking of making things uh, other people's business, Mark Zuckerberg, here's his little uh, Facebook post. It says, quote, if we're going to stop COVID, we need everyone who's eligible to get vaccinated. People are more likely to get vaccinated if they see friends, family, and people they trust doing it too. So we're launching new COVID vaccine profile frame that you can add to your profile pic. Partnering with the CDC and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to launch new COVID vaccine profile frames. It lets you easily show your support and tell people that you've been vaccinated. And we'll show you in newsfeed your friends who have put up this profile frame. I'll update mine after I get vaccinated, which I plan to do so as I'm eligible. I hope everyone else does the same, unquote. No. No, Mark. We're good. We're good. And your virtue signaling stuff here is ridiculous. I got vaccinated. No, I said it earlier in the in the previous episode. No other time in human history has this been a thing that even exists, where individuals are bragging and 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 like I said, virtue signaling and just doing all of this regarding a shot or multiple shots that have been shown to kill people. I just don't get it. I really don't. But I think, if I had to take a guess, that it's just one step in a horrible, horrific direction that they want to continue taking people, which is divide them now by medical medical reasons. Divide them by what they've done medically for themselves. Even though none of this is medicine, it's just a giant human uh, experiment and drug experiment. Because these, again, aren't actual vaccinations. They're, they're test drugs. But again, it's just, a, it's just another means of dividing people, which is really exhausting. But that's exactly what they want. They want people divided. So much so that individuals will now bully one another on social media as if they don't do it already. But they'll do it over Facebook because they'll see their little profile pictures as saying that they've been vaccinated or they haven't. And people are dumb enough to participate in this. That's the worst part. Is not only are they taking the vaccine, but they're doing all the other stupid shit that goes along with it that has nothing to do with actually being healthy. In fact, they're leading to their own unhealthy nature by consistently trying to gain support for something that's no one's business. It's pathetic. 
So that's a decent segue into this next one, which is, again, rather horrific. So my apologies. But uh, this post came from 8Coon, and I thought it was very interesting because, again, this is a CDC website, apparently. And the website, which I'll get, I'll, I'll link in the description below, but it's titled uh, wonder.cdc.gov slash v-a-r-e-s dot h-t-m-l. And um, it's a picture, a chart rather, of individuals who have, uh, between the ages of 18 and 29, who have had adverse reactions, including death, as a result of the Pfizer vaccination. So I'm just going to read this one post here, and then I'll read through the chart. It says, So I just searched the CDC Adverse Event Database, which in reality should be called the Horrific Deaths Caused by COVID Vaccinations, or COVID Vaccines Database. This searches for ages 18 to 29, Adverse Event Description Pfizer Vax. So here's one of them. It says, at eight weeks pregnancy, two weeks after the first shot, started bleeding and had subcoronic hematoma. By 10 weeks, subcoronic hematoma resolved, receiving second shot, and on February 1st, week later, at 12 weeks pregnancy, fetus had no heartbeat. It measured normal size as expected and limited normal first trimester anatomy by ultrasound, but no heartbeat. Something insulated this placenta to lead to fetal demise. Unquote. Yes. Yes, it certainly did, and it was your stupidity. That's what infiltrated the placenta and killed your child. This stuff is just over the top. It's absolutely over the top. So let me read through a few of these. This one, okay, I'm just going to run through top to bottom here. These posts are just awful. Um... First one aged 18 to 29 from Arizona. Uh, onset interval, day one. Arrived at event consent form completed. Did not report he had been ill. Did not report that he took fever-reducing medications. The second posts uh, is also from Arizona, and it's 10 to 14 days after taking the shot. Patient committed suicide the morning of March 2nd, 2021. He stepped in front of a truck on a highway. I consulted with pharmacy and they said that I should report even if the two most likely have nothing to do with each other. Okay, so that must have been the same person, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, here's one that's <laughs> it's just horrible. Um, here's one from California. Again, we're all talking about 18 to 29 years old. They don't specify their age per se but it's just within this group. Um, the day they received the vaccination, the patient who, was, who has no significant past medical history, including diabetes, presented with very severe diabetic chiacidosis, if I'm saying that right, one week after receiving the, vac the vaccine, he developed severe metabolic encephalopathy, aspiration pneumonia, and was placed on medical mechanical ventilation. At the time of this reporting, he is brain dead. Awaiting apnea test confirmation, he is expected not to survive. Unquote. Good Lord. This next one comes from Illinois. This is three days after taking the vaccination. Developed fatigue, body aches, headache one day after vaccination on 
the 3rd of March. The morning of the 5th of March, complained of chest pain, took Tylenol at 8.30 a.m. At 10.30 a.m., his family found him unresponsive. EMS was called, and he was pronounced dead in the home. This next one comes from Illinois. Patient passed away on February 1st. Sorry about that. Patient passed away on February 1st of 2021. Uh, the next one comes from Iowa. Uh, this also on the very same day they took the vaccination. It says, quote, patient received the vaccine around 11 a.m. He hadn't been feeling well, headaches, dizziness per report, and initially called into work, then decided to come home to work and was found dead in the patient's bathroom during the shift on our uh, on our facility while taking care of a patient. He was a nurse aide. Patient was coded and the team was then transferred to our facility ED. He expired on the 3rd of March. This next one comes from Kentucky. Patient received a vaccine on 12-22-20 without complication. It was reported today that the patient was found unresponsive and subsequently expired at home on the 1st of January of this year. They've been dying from this since the beginning of the year. This is just awful. Um, this next one comes from New Jersey. This is 15 to 30 days after taking the vaccination. It says, on day due to second dose... Patient was found unresponsive at work in the hospital. Patient's pupils were fixed and dilated. Full ACLS was initiated for 55 minutes with multiple rounds of bicarb, calcium chloride, magnesium, and epinephrine. Patient was intubated. Patient continued into V-fib arrest and was shocked multiple times. So they're probably dead too. Uh, this next one comes from New York, two days after taking the vaccination. Patient developed 104.4 temperature approximately 48 hours after being given the vaccine. I treated them with antibiotics, IV fluids, cooling methods. CXR does show a new right peripheral, uh, peripheral I don't know what that is. Um, however, his fever came down within the next 24 to 48 hours. Unfortunately, he suffered a cardiac arrest on the first on uh, January 21st in the early morning and expired. Here's the last one I'm going to read, and there's like four long ones after this last one, but this one comes from Oregon, 15 to 30 days after taking the vaccination. Patient admitted on the second sorry, 21st of February, and died in the hospital the next day. Patient had significant, lifelong, underlying medical condition. So you don't have to have underlying medical conditions to die from this vaccination. That's what this should show you. It should also show you that no one who is pregnant has any business taking this vaccination whatsoever, or these test drugs and these test experiments. Honest to God, what in the hell is wrong with people? Are they not reading? Is it really that simple that they just don't read? It must be. It must be that simple. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut this one short here. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I'm going to include that database picture in the description below. I've also got it posted on my Gab. 
and I'm going to play the uh, critical race theory school board meeting and comment a little bit about Major League Baseball in the next episode. So that'll air on Friday, and see you Friday. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.